podcast 163 the historiography of the new testament culture isbn 9789769702103 contextually speaking i captured a macro and micro view of the 27 books of the new testament culture during my research this decision created an environment conducive to investigate to build consensus and explore all sides of this cultural criticism before i can form an opinion as a doctoral student of divinity and cultural theorician this study involves analysis and evaluation of an extreme close up view of society's customs beliefs and practices as identified in the new testament and the fulfillment of the promise of the old testament in this space i have logically executed my methods of exploration of beliefs inferences and observations of the 27 books of the new testament culture especially with a the titles b the authors c the dates of writing d to whom these books were written and e what purpose and time period these books were written the why rational factor becomes the highest amount of personal utility in rational acceptance as a way of life of this discourse it certainly helps to navigate articulate and enunciate my position in understanding of the historiography of the new testament culture on one hand this approach involves a the criterion of plausibility and implies an experience of how things happen in history and in human affairs generally according to newmass.edu b the three principal criteria which seem to emerge in the early church use this system in recognizing books that had been god inspired and thus canonical c namely apostolic origin d recognition by the churches d recognition by the churches and e apostolic content which implies an experience of how things happen in history and in human affairs generally on the other hand it should be noted that there is a difference between rationality and faith if you espoused by wikipedia rationality is based on reason or facts whereas faith is belief in inspiration revelation or authority similarly the difference between plausible and rational is that plausible is seemingly or apparently valid likely or acceptable credible a plausible excuse while rational is capable of reasoning according to wikidiff this macro view helps in utilizing objectively the knowledge of the new testament culture what is socially produced and practiced in that a particular time and place by and within the new testament community of people whose interests standards and goals change with particular 
social, cultural and political situations. This logic also helped me in gathering facts, identifying my hypothesis, options, outcomes and analysis of the same. Since considering all the relationships and selecting the decision is critical to this discourse, invariably it solidifies this cultural criticism. It has influenced my cognitive lens and inspired my abilities during analysis of this study for several reasons. A. History is about making of a country and culture is about making of a global citizen and or an individual. B. As a cultural practitioner, I recognize the difference between history and historiography. Most importantly, in this genre, it is reported by scholars who study the historical Jesus and early Christianity believe that the canonical gospels and the life of Jesus must be viewed within the historical and cultural context, rather than purely in terms of Christian orthodoxy, according to Wikipedia. C. Throughout this process of studying history, I studied the events of the past. D. Studying the changing interpretations of the past events in the works of individual historians, I discovered that added political, social, generational, and national opinions further bias how global citizens interpret Bible history. The historiography of the New Testament in the Bible culture is a culture that includes attitudes, values, assumptions, customs, beliefs, and habits shared by members of the New Testament societies, prejudices, and cognitive biases. A case in point, I presume that prejudice was practiced among Jews, Gentiles, and Samaritans in Jesus' day. Jews hated Samaritans and considered Gentiles unclean. It is reported Peter exhibited prejudice at Joppa, see Acts 10, 9-23, where God had to challenge his prejudices regarding Gentiles, that is, non-Jews. Despite this culture, it still brought together a unique group of global citizens, namely the disciples with a shared dream of doing what they love. I must confess that this cultural criticisms provided scope to explore the four acculturation strategies. A. Work assimilation B. Separation C. Integration and D. Marginalization according to toncb.nlm.nih.gov it also draws our attention to the change, according to go-to-questions.org, made by a person and groups of people when they adapted to a foreign culture or adopted aspects of another culture. For example, the adopting to the Christian doctrine culture is characterized as acculturation. Although this literary works is a brief, at the end of the study, the same becomes my personal, concise compendium of the major theme of each book of the New Testament culture. I have adopted the aforesaid admission as a plausible 
and rational acceptance of approach simply because I have evaluated the claim and the way of life captured in the 27 books of the New Testament in the Bible. This approach involves a set of guidelines and questions certainly helped in the navigational process of this research. Whilst the criterion of plausibility implies an experience of how things happen in history and in human affairs, generally according to UMass.edu. The New Testament culture affects the values, attitudes, and beliefs of the people of their territory. Hofstede refers to this aspect of culture as the programming of the mind. For example, studying the New Testament in the Bible helps us understand how and why people respond in certain ways in certain situations. It should be noted that Greco-Roman culture and Judaic traditions dominate the political, social, and economic scene of the New Testament, according to SparkNotes.com. It is for these reasons that when studying a culture exclusively New Testament culture, it's important to examine values, attitudes, beliefs, practices, and artifacts in such detail that we have an understanding of what it is that makes the people of that culture tick. Perhaps this is why culture is sometimes referred to as the software of the mind, according to BartleyB.com. This thinking also alludes to rituals and practices which were also expressed by the citizens who had beliefs and shared their ideas because it is a cultural norm which codifies acceptable conduct in society. It serves as a guideline for behavior, dress, language, and demeanor in a situation which serves as a template for expectations in a social group. Accepting only a monoculture is a social group can bear risk, just as a single species can wither in the face of environmental change, for lack of functional responses to the change in that point of history. In this space, it is the means by which culture and its traditions such as the form and a human culture which depends on its spiritual relationship to God and shared values may be conveyed and preserved according to racismnoway.com at that point of history to rituals and this thinking also alludes to rituals and practices which were also expressed by the citizens who had beliefs and share their ideas because they have language which was written in a form of conine Greek, which was the common language of the Eastern Mediterranean from the conquests of Alexander the Great, 335 to 323 BC, until the evolution of Byzantine Greek 600. According to wikipedia.org, it is reasonable to presume that their instincts, thoughts, and actions were linked in some ways to their ancestry. At this juncture, I wish to say that it is very plausible that Ralph Linton's 1945 definition, the culture of a society as the way of life of its members, the collection of ideas and habits which they learn, share, and transmit from generation to generation was evident and that this definition is very applicable to this discourse.
The New Testament authors use terms like allostrophe, way of life, conduct, and ergon, work deeds, to describe human behavior, according to religiousaffections.org. It appears that these authors of the New Testament were certainly influenced by the beliefs, customs, values, and activities or culture of their Greco-Roman culture and Judaic traditions, societies. They also supported their families because of their skills, namely a zealot, a doctor, tax collectors, fishermen, and a tent maker, to name a few. What was uniquely interesting, they also had other titles, namely apostle, disciple, and evangelist. It is reported by Wikipedia that based on the Apostle Luke's works, namely Luke to Act, he also wrote an accurate description of towns, cities, and islands, as well as correctly naming various official titles. Archaeologist William Mitchell Ramsey wrote, I quote, Luke is a historian of the first rank. Not merely are his statements of fact trustworthy, but Luke's works are captured in the tradition of Greek historiography. End quote. This rationale presented by the archaeologist compels me to study historiography because of the changing interpretations of the past event in the works of individual historians. The methods of historians in developing history as an academic discipline and because this process includes a volume of historical work on the historiography of the culture captured in the books of the New Testament. In the Bible are a record of historical events. In summary, the book of Matthew, written by Matthew, captures Jesus' life and ministry. Mark wrote the book of Mark, and he captures Jesus' ministry throughout Galilee. Luke, the author of the book of Luke, captures origins, birth, ministry, death, resurrection and ascension of Jesus Christ, who is the savior of both Jews and Gentiles. The Apostle John, the author of the book of John, is portrayed as the word of God, which became flesh and dwell among men. The book of Acts, written by the Apostle Paul, explicitly states the Holy Spirit, the Great Commission, and the Church. The Apostle Paul, the author of Roman, explains the Christian doctrine, faith in Jesus, justifies all people and creates a unified multi-ethnic family and a path to righteousness. He is also the author of the book of First Corinthians, who beautifully captures unity in the church. As the author of the book of Second Corinthians, he explicitly captures reconciliation, correcting, and solves previous problems. He is very prolific because in the book of Galatians, he defended and established his apostolic authority and divine origin of his gospel according to man. Paul, the author of the book of Ephesians, discuss about the grace you have been saved through faith. He provides a doctrine to combat false teachings during his imprisonment at Rome. In the book of Philippians, Paul writes to believers living in Colossae, educating them about the pervasiveness of cultural doctrinal teachings in the book of Colossians. In the first book of Thessalonians, he wrote to the Christians. He solidified the Christian religion to practice godliness, to exhort them to proper living as against certain immoral tendencies and to sorrow moderately for the dead. In the second book of Thessalonians, he solidified Christ's appearing in the world. In the first book of Timothy, Paul encouraged and enlightened the citizens how one ought to behave oneself in the house of God. In the second book of Timothy, Paul 
admonished the citizens about stirring up the gift of God which was in them, and to persist in the form and truth of what doctrine which they had learned of him. In the book of Titus, Paul educates the citizens about the doctrinal part and the resultant practical consequences and the outward order in the house of God. He also wrote the book of Philemon to Philemon, addressing the issue of the personal circumstances of the Christian are not to be separated from the fellowship of the believers as they are members of one body. Ephesians 4.25 The author of the book of Hebrews is unknown although it addresses the issue, the superiority of Christ in both his personage and in his ministering work, according to Hebrews 4.14-16. The honor of our Savior's priesthood by an unknown author. It is reported that the unknown author wrote the book of James, admonishing believers to hearken to the word, to meditate on it, and to do thereafter, according to James 1.19. It is not agreeable to Christian profession to regard the rich and despise the poor brethren. The author of the book of First Peter was written by him to console followers in their suffering, exhort them to faithfulness and duty. In this text, he is also the author of the second book of Peter. He wrote to all believers addressing only the dispersed of Israel, but those who have obtained the same precious faith as the apostles. The book of 1 John was written by John to encourage Christians to love one another. 1 John 4, 7. The book of 2 John was written by the author of this epistle to encourage them to continue walking in the truth. He also penned the book 3 John to encourage Gaius. The book of Jude was written by Jude to expose believers' errors and to exhort them to contend for the true faith and to live worthy lives. The book of Revelation was written by John to the seven churches that were in Asia Minor, reassuring them that deliverance from the evil powers was close at hand. Importantly, although the New Testament in the Bible culture is learned yet, it is not biological nor an inherent item. Research has shown that much of learning culture is seemingly unconscious and presumably citizens in this time period would have learned culture from families, peers and institutions. Case in point, Andrew, Peter, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, worked as fishermen. Acts 18.3, Matthew 10.3 asserts about a tax collector, tent maker, fisherman, and mending nets. Matthew 4, 18-22 relates that Andrew and Peter were fishing, plying their trade, when called, and James and John were mending nets with their father. Numbers 2, God used people to write down the words of the Bible. God used people to write down what he wanted to communicate. Men like Moses, David, Isaiah, Matthew, and Paul were responsible for actually writing down the words of the Bible. Therefore, it is logical to assume that the process of learning culture is associated with enculturation. In this context, such human behavior is the gradual acquisition of the characteristics and norms of a culture 
or a group of persons from another culture, and the adaptation of Christian liturgy to a non-Christian background. In this context, it should be noted that while all humans have basic biological needs such as food, sleep, and reproduction, yet the way we fulfill those needs varies across culturally. Now that I have contextualized and theorized this cultural criticism and juxtaposed the aforesaid information against the definition of culture, it created a contrast which showed the difference and similarity of the way of life as captured in the New Testament in the Bible culture. This combination clearly defined the way of its members. The collection of ideas and habits which they learned were shared and transmitted from one generation to another generation. A view espoused by Ralph Linton, Michael Haralambos, and Michael Heal, Sociology, Teams and Perspectives, Great Britain, University Tutorial Press Limited, 1980, page 177. This behavior and view is embraced by Bartley Research Culture, Perilio, VN, 2014, page 26. When I applied the rules of logic to this cultural criticism, what I have taken away thus far through reasoning from the data research, it appears that these students highlighted in the New Testament behave like normal people. They had beliefs which they shared, especially their ideas, because they have language. This language is intrinsic to the expression of culture. It was a means of communicating values, beliefs, and customs. It has an important social function and fostered feelings of group identity and solidarity. I also read literature, which shed light on more than one side of the situation of the historiography of the New Testament culture, especially the titles, the authors, the dates of writing, to whom these books were written, which were staged during the period 50 to 100 AD as a doctoral student of divinity and cultural theorician. I understand the purpose of these books was to bear witness to a faith in the action of God through these events. Help me to form an opinion. The historiography of the New Testament in the Bible culture is a culture which includes attitudes, values, assumptions, customs, beliefs, and habits shared by members of the New Testament society and prejudices. In the study, every global citizen seemingly has a cognitive bias, and therefore it is natural for them to transfer this bias to everything, especially the New Testament culture. However, all things being equal, if we can strive to be more accurate in our description, definitions, and in our thinking, rather than engaging in an intentionally misrepresented proposition that is set up, invariably it is easier to defeat an opponent's real argument and may be more plausible and rational. Academically, I have acquired an intellectual appetite to pursue such studies. I am more prepared with knowledge concerning the main difference between history and historiography because I have studied the history, the events of the past, the change in interpretations of the past events in the works of individual historians, the methods of historians in developing history as an academic discipline. Overall, this cultural criticism and the volume of historical work on the historiography 
of the culture as captured in the books of the New Testament in the Bible is a record of historical events, which was captured, framed, and verbalized in 27 chapters in publication 294 and podcast 163, titled The Historiography of New Testament Culture. ISBN 9789769702103 with my lens as an author, cinematographer, media art specialist, licensed cultural practitioner, publisher, and doctoral student of divinity.